You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss. Today's episode is so much fun. I giggled so much and honestly felt like I met a kindred spirit. You know those people you just talk to for two minutes and you're like, yep, you're my girl. Well, today's guest is that girl for me. Her name is Jillian Edwards. You might recognize the name from Spotify or Apple Music or your favorite music platform. She is a singer-songwriter which just released her new EP, Meadow. Jillian now resides in Nashville with her husband, Will, who is a drummer for the indie rock band Colony House, and their daughter, Willow Faye. She's consistently written and recorded music through the lens of faith, even when she's crafting about love and relationships or writing songs specifically for film and television. You may have seen some of Jillian's songs featured in television episodes of Nashville, Pretty Little Liars, Grey's Anatomy. In addition, though, her previous collection of original material, 2014's Daydream, topped iTunes singer-songwriter chart and landed at number six on Billboard's new artist chart. In 2016, she released covers, putting her creative stamp on 10 reimagined versions of some of her favorite songs written by other artists. But today, we are talking about her newest original album, Meadows, which was written for you and your heart, spoken so eloquently and graciously straight from Jillian's. We're talking through how do you know you've got the green light to go for it? What does it actually look like to watch your dream unfold and for the plan to actually happen? How do we take refuge in God's approval instead of man's? And I ask her some really fun artist slash musical questions, like what kind of music do you listen to? We're talking all of that and more on today's episode of Behind the Bliss. I feel like we are sitting down to have coffee and I feel like, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, we are. I mean, I've got my coffee. Do you have yours? I do too. I do too. You're in Nashville, right? So it's it's nine o'clock central time. It's not yes. super early, where, but definitely. Where are you? I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Oh, we're so close. So close. I come to Nashville all the time to visit friends. In fact, I don't know if you know this, but we have some mutual friends, I think. Um, we do? Yes. Do you know Nolan and Caroline Kemp? Oh, I love them so <laughs> yes, much. Yes. They're so easy to love. I adore them. They are some of our really close friends. Um, Nolan and my husband were river guides together at JH Ranch. And then, what? yeah, we have a very similar, like, love story. And so Aww, we've spent a lot of time. I loved together. their love story. <laughs> yeah, like high school sweethearts turned into, I'm not quite sure about you, then turned into something serious and fun. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love that. They, I mean, they're going to live near you so soon. Yeah, they just came to visit to look yeah. at apartments and... I mean, Lord willing, with all the craziness going on, I'm like, Caroline listens yeah. to the episodes. I'm like, Caroline, please continue to move to Birmingham if you're listening. <laughs> this is for you, this is for Kara. you, Carol. <laughs> I love it. Oh, wow. The world is so small. So small. It is. That makes me just so happy. I love that. Yes. Okay. Well, for those who don't know who Jillian is, would you take a second and introduce yourself? You've got some really fun facts about you. <laughs> Oh, do I? Yeah, girl. 
Uh, you're a singer-songwriter living in Nashville, and you just released an EP, spoiler alert. But, like, those are some pretty cool fun facts, okay? Oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, yeah, those are fun facts. Uh, living in, well, Franklin, actually, it's a little bit further out in the country, a little bit, than Nashville, just slightly south. But it's accurate to say Nashville anyway. Um, I've been here for about a decade. Um, I'm from Dallas originally. And my husband's born and raised here. And I met him just right after I moved here and married him right after I met him. And um, yeah, so we've been married eight years. Um, his name is Will Chapman. And he is wonderful. And he's in a band called Colony House. And um, we've been married eight years. We have a daughter that we are just in love with. Her name's Willow Faye. She's named after her dad. Yes. Um, We call her Faye usually, but um, when she's older, I'm like, I hope she knows she can pick Willow or Faye or Mm -hmm. Willow Faye. But um, we're Jill and Will and Willow. So I was like, okay, we can't all rhyme. (laughs) So we've got to call her Faye. (laughs) Right. Like it would get really uh, rhymey around the house. Very rhymey. So she's Faye and she's about two and a half. And um, I just, I've been making music for all my life really, but the last decade been, you know, writing and recording and releasing music and kind of took a little uh, hiatus more or less the last five or six years um, as far as releasing music um and I focused more just I kind of took the artist hat off and put the songwriter hat on so I was more just writing songs um for a publishing company here in Nashville and then I just felt that it was time and I had the prompting um from God I really I really feel like he um guided me into this place where uh over the last two years really where he was just scooting me up and sort of gently but firmly leading me to release my own music again and write songs for myself again and um so yes so I just released a little record called Meadow and just feel so happy to be to be talking to you little but mighty it I mean (laughs) it is so good it's so good and that I mean I was just telling you before we even recorded I we had this uh scheduled and I don't really talk I'm not like sharing my schedule of the podcast and my work schedule with all my friends right so like they don't really know who I'm about to interview and who I'm not and one of them yesterday sent me your album and was like you have to listen that yeah I was like oh "Oh, that's my girl Jillian we're about to talk tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) I was like I'll tell her you say hello so Mary Scott says hello (laughs) um that's amazing yeah crazy cool again small world like you're I mean it's hard for something that is anointed and the words are so beautiful and sweet, but accurate. You know what I mean? Like it's very, hmm, how do you say? Like, it, I mean, it speaks truth, like a dagger to my heart, but it does not feel like a dagger. And it's like reminders that I need, but in such a soft and sweet, I mean, between the melody and the lyrics that I'm like, I can receive that. Yes, absolutely. It's for me. Oh, I'm so glad. I mean, I, I need 
the truth in the songs, which is like, you know, step number one is like, you know, right. I can sing them if anything to myself. Yeah. If if it's only for one person and that person is me, then that is, you know, good because I need Yeah. <laughs> I need all I need all of it. So I'm just looking for, you know, the more ways I can get truth into my to sink in. Uh-huh. Uh the better. So I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you. So your husband, Will, is in another band called Colony House. And here's a funny story. Yes. My husband, he's in training. So we have like maybe seven minutes a day. We can actually really chat about real life stuff. He doesn't know that wow. like I'm interviewing Will's wife or else like I'm a fangirl for Jillian and Thomas is the fan boy for Will and no loves way. Colony House. Yeah. I'm curious, though. So, you know, I don't know if you've seen, but The Bachelor has a new show out called Listen to Your Heart. Have you seen this? (laughs) (laughs) I tried tried to watch a few minutes. (laughs) Me too. First episode. And I was like, and cringe. We're out. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, It's like you can't not watch, but you can't watch. Is that, right. yeah, I don't know. But I, not that y'all are the same. Don't be offended. I'm not comparing you to listen to your heart. However, <laughs> I feel like that is such a romantic thing for a wife and a husband to both be musicians, right? <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is behind the bliss. So I'm like, I really, is it as romantic as it sounds? Do you all sing oh to each goodness. other? Are you his muse? I am. I am dying. We are nothing like. <laughs> that is so funny. We, you know, he is a drummer, and I am a songwriter, um, singer, and primarily. And so I do feel like it's so fun and just helpful that, like, we're in the same world. As you know, like we both, yeah. our careers are in music, and so we really understand where each other are coming from. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's so much there just like because we're operating in the same sphere of calling and of work that enjoy, like, we both feel such joy in music yeah. and our specific callings in that. So, just having that alone to relate to each other in, I feel like is probably the most like helpful yeah, part of that's it that's good I haven't um, thought about that it that way yeah yeah like there's an understanding so if it's tour or if it's being in the studio or if it's late nights and hours like the other gets it totally yeah yes absolutely and then for sure I just I absolutely love watching him play drums and I I feel like it's what he was made to do and I know that he feels the same oh, wow. about me with writing songs and you know I'm sure just the way you and your husband feel or any any friendship in the world like when you see someone you know doing the thing that yes that they're called they to. to do yeah. yeah um so yes super romantic I mean it's not <laughs> like we're both you know like singing we're not like a duo singing sure. duo yeah. you know what I mean but um I think I do think it's cool that we have different roles in music. I think that's good for us um, that we're not um, like we both can write songs and work on songs and but just that our roles are not they're so different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you can't play drums as far as <laughs> right, I can't play drums at all. I can hardly take a tambourine, you know, on beat. 
but um, so I, I do love that we can just relate to each other and just support each other and work together some and enjoy that together, but also that it's right. unique enough to where, you know, it's not like, it'd be so weird if there was like a competitive right. nature or, or like, something. Oh like, no, that maybe you should sing on an F instead you know in the key of f and you're like yeah. no this is my song yeah no i think yeah yeah there's like enough healthy separation yeah. and ownership but there's enough overlap yeah. that there's also an understanding which i think is oh, how yes. gracious of the lord to give you something like that that's beautiful seriously yeah. yes something i didn't even know i needed oh i say that you all know. the time i'm like thank you yes. for giving me what i didn't know i needed yeah. Yes. I joke all the time. I'm like, my husband and I dated in high school and I broke up with him because I did not want to be a military wife. And then here I am, you know, 10 years later and I'm no. a military wife. I'm like, great. Wow. Um, <laughs> and, th- but it's funny because it has led us to so much freedom, breakthrough, wisdom in this marriage arena because the Lord gave us something we didn't know we needed, which was each other and Absolutely. the culture. That we both carry, wow. you know. So Meadow is the first that you've released in about five years. And I'm curious to know what it was that you were like, okay, I'm ready to do this. Um, I just think that there's a lot of people listening that might have something that they want to do. Or I would say mm-hmm. even have the resources and the opportunity and ability to do. But they're waiting for that mm-hmm. like, I feel ready moment. Did you feel like you had that okay. coming back after five years? What was your green light? Yes, I love that question because there's not a black and white answer to some extent and there's I think there's such a um just like a a common discomfort that we all have with like that tension between waiting for something and praying for something and no know that you're called to something specific but still not having those specific answers and not knowing the next steps. I think I, I was sort of, you know, living in that place, that tension between like, okay, I know what I'm called to, but I don't know what's next at the same time. Yeah. So I feel like, um, during the sort of, you know, break of releasing music, thankfully I I was still able to write music Uh because I, I had to like, it's still my job as you know with my publisher to to write songs and it those that kind of songwriting has been focused on songs not for me as an artist they've been for like ads and commercials and things like that so it's writing songs to a specific assignment so um so I was doing that so it it felt you know life give life giving in a certain way to continue to do music but at the same time I knew it wasn't the same kind of life giving as you know writing songs that my heart just had to write and that Mm -hmm. you know I wanted to look people in the eyes and connect with them on specific um you know elements um and specific things I wanted to talk about and that I had to sing about um so I was kind of just waiting um for that prompt and that energy and urgency towards what my next album would be because previous to this five-year break of releasing records I was releasing EPs 
little records every like two ish years. And every time, like in those little two year gaps, I would always feel like, okay, these are the next songs. This is the vision. This is what I want it to sound like. This is who I want to work with. You know what I mean? Like there was always a, I know what's next and I know the the next next step step forward. Oh, wow. Yes. I was about to say, you felt the next step. You knew, um, like Emily P. Freeman always says, like, just oh take, my favorite oh, she's amazing oh my gosh talk about a heavenly amazing. voice I can just sit there and listen to her all oh day. my goodness but she so talks true. talks about like it's not about knowing your destination it's about understanding what your next step is and being okay if that destination yeah. looks different and that's exactly yes. what I'm hearing you say is like I just knew that okay the words came and then the music came after and then the opportunity came after and then the desire came after I yes. mean like it's not like all of a sudden stars online and you got to make a move that rarely happens, yes. right? So it's like, what does yes. it look like for me to take some ownership over this and some responsibility and be like, okay, if this is what I crave and the desires there, then Lord, would you provide the next step? And just being okay if it's a leap or if it's a, a tiptoe <laughs> and anything in between. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm with you. You are speaking my language. I love, I love Emily P. Freeman and, you know, the way she communicates and the whole, it's just so encouraging of talking about exactly what you're saying. Just so often we want a, like a blueprint yes. of the next five years or the next 10 years <laughs> or the next year. And we just don't, you know, usually get that. And so, yeah, so I, I was, I was used to this pattern, you know, before this break in releasing records of the last five years, previous to that, I was used to the pattern of like knowing the vision for each new chapter and each new album and then I came to this place in this last few years where I was writing songs but and I wanted to keep releasing music but I just I didn't get that same feeling that I used to get Mm, of okay of vision and like what what are the next songs I want to release for myself and um and I also you know we um we got married about almost eight years ago and then um, we got pregnant. And so I was experiencing, you know, having our first child and then, you know, being a first time mom, having a newborn. And then when she got to be about one, um, that's around the time when I really started feeling this, like, okay, it's been a few years and I still (laughs) don't know, like, I know that I want music to keep happening. Like I want to keep releasing music, but I have no idea what I want it to look like. Um, and my husband just encouraged me to like have conversations with people, yeah, specific people that he thought would just help spark ideas. And, yeah. um, I was just, you know, just started openly talking with people about it and about how I wanted to, you know, release more music, but I just didn't mm-hmm. have a vision for it. I didn't know what it was going to be like. And then over the next um, handful of months, just prayerfully, like, asking God, what what is it? Like, I don't know what's next, but I, I feel something coming, but I, I just, I don't there, know what it is. Yeah, will you yes. reveal it? Totally. So, yes. So he did. I just, I, it's that thing where you ask him to put desires in your heart. Um, you know, what is it? Um, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. It's like, 
I always thought that meant like delight yourself on God and you'll get what you want. You'll get your list. Yeah. Yes. But it, but what I think it means, or at least for me in, in this situation, it's so profoundly different than that. I think that it's, you know, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart, meaning he will give you desires that are like, that are bent to his will and to his purposes. And um, do you listen to Christy Knuckles podcast? Yes. Okay. I think we're soul sisters. I really do. I think we are. I have said that in so many other episodes (laughs) where I'm like, we've got it twisted and it's not about us. It's about him. So it's like, if we delight ourselves in him, we're going to be aligned in according to what he has for yes. us. Like it's going to be natural for us yes. to crave the best he has. Yeah, girl, yes. I love glorious and the mundane. Christy Knuckles, love her. I think that idea of delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires. I think I think something she said helped me understand that. But that's really, I feel like what happened with everything leading up to this um, your question of what prompted me to say, like, I'm ready now for the next, you know, for my first record in several years, um, was that I, I really am grateful to say that I feel like God put a desire in my heart to make this exact record and to write these songs and share these specific songs. And, um, it's my first time to, um, write and record music of my own that's specifically and straightforward intentionally faith-based um or you know its purpose is right it's like category um, category in any of our like platforms is christian faith yes yes yeah yes and i've never um i've never been in that category like so um so intentionally like i'm a faith-based person sure. so my music has always been faith-based you know what I mean yeah. but this is the first time where I feel like God put the desire in me specifically like these songs are to nourish faith so um so yeah I hope that answers your question I know it was kind of a long answer but oh, totally. that is how I got to like I'm ready because as soon as um as soon as he put that desire in my heart, it just grew and grew and grew. And I, and then the vision and the purpose just flooded in. Um, once he gave me that desire to, to write this record and start this chapter musically. So yeah, yes, I'm so, so grateful for that. Yeah. Jillian, don't you also believe though, that like Let's say that it went, quote unquote, the world's way or like Hollywood's way and the stars aligned and you got the opportunity and you just went for it. Like, I think if that were to have happened for me with things that I have going on in my life, mm-hmm. I would have felt such a different, I don't know, like I, a resp- a different responsibility because it, it would it would more have felt like mine yes. than as if it were a gift. Yes. Because I'm like, oh, I pulled myself up by the boot. I made this happen. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. I worked so hard. I hustled. I strived. And I'm like, no, no, no. But because like I took the next step and the next step I had to be okay with it being mysterious. It, It's bigger than me. It's not on me. The pressure's not for me. I just feel like it, it allows you to operate differently inside of it than had it, it been 100%. like a, you know, I got the actual green light and I revved it zero to 60, you know? Yes. Yes, that is 
That is exactly it. Like I've, you know, the last few days since Meadow has been out, I've had, you know, like friends and family ask me like, how are you feeling? Like now that it's out and it's just, it's the, it's the first time that I just, there's no fear attached to it. And I feel such a new freedom in this record because, um, it just feels from start to finish, like from planting the seeds to, you know, them taking root and, and sprouting up. It just, the whole time it has felt so not mine, just like what you're saying. And it's like, not my idea. It was, it was God's idea. And then he got me really excited about it. And, you know, it's just, and, and all the music I've released and records I've released, like I, I also feel like are, you know, I was seeking God and I feel like I was, you know, writing songs the same that I am now. It's just like my, my why has been refined. And I feel like these 10 years of making music has prepared me for this exact record. Just like, I don't know. I feel like everything is, I love the idea that like whatever we're going through and whatever season we're in is probably training ground for whatever season is next. You know, it's like, and that's, that's how it it feels. So. Oh, I love that imagery. Yeah, totally. Oh man, that's good to hear. Cause I think there's the pressure to have it figured out and to say yes, or else you'll miss your shot, you know, like shoot your shot, whatever. No, you know, go for absolutely. And you know, the, here I am send me is biblical, but at the same time, like it's going to have to maybe even be a waiting game, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I think this is just, I hope praying that this releases a lot of listeners into some freedom and be like, God, like you're saying, he has placed the desires there. He will see it through. This might look different than you thought and be okay waiting on it. Yes. Okay. I need to know now though, Mm -hmm. what was your inspiration? Now that we know the background story, what was the inspiration that you're like, okay, now that I have the vision and the desire and the opportunity and whatever, this is what it needs to be. And this is the message I want people to hear, which is Meadow. Tell us like, what was the inspiration? Where did the word Meadow come from? Yes. Well, I just, I love the word meadow and I love the imagery attached to it. I love the feeling of it. I love how the letters look, even like the M and the W, like the sort of like parallel. Yes. I, I love it all so much. And meadow is, it's the name I gave for that secret place of abundance that we have in Christ, the life of Christ within us. And so it's, you know, I think about Psalm 23 and the the quiet waters and the green pastures. And, you know, there's some gorgeous drives here in Franklin, Tennessee, um, like horse farms and yes. blooming flowers and just like wide open spaces like and it just feeds my heart like I love I love that imagery um so that alone is just like sweeps me off my feet and then to to pair that with like the presence of God and um just the idea that like life life definitely (laughs) does not always look like a meadow but the idea is that we always have access to that peace 
into that meadow within us um, because we, as God's beloved children, as ones he is like, he's crazy about his children and he cares for us and we have access to that meadow. Like we have access to to all peace, to the fullness of who he is. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's why we named it meadow because that feels like the all encompassing like theme, uh, like whether, whether you're in a season or a moment of confusion, of anger, of questions, of processing something that you just don't know how to process and you don't know the next step. Or if you're in a place, you know, opposite of that, either way, like the steadiness is not in circumstances. The steadiness is in the presence of God and the love of God. So, um, yeah, that is why that is the inspiration for putting the stamp of Meadow just on all of these songs. So good. He, okay, a few years ago, actually, this was like forever and a half ago, I went to Switzerland <laughs> with my family and some of my oh, favorite my pictures. Oh, yeah, girl. It was Sound of Music. Like, oh, oh my God, everything. I'm like, we've wow. got to go back. I'm saving my pennies. But I... I'm sitting here listening to you say it and I'm just like the vision I have in my head looks so similar to the meadows there. And here's the cool thing about uh, meadows to me is a meadow is a place next to river and it like Psalm 23 are saying, but it's also, yes. it's, it's at a place of low ground. So typically meadows are in valleys, right? And I feel like we hear wow. all the time, like whether you're on a mountaintop or whether you're in a valley. And I'm like, hey, valleys might be hard because you have to climb up the mountain, sure. But it doesn't mean they're any less beautiful. That's where the meadows are. And I think instead of hating on the valley, being like, no, this is, this is a perfectly fine view. You know, this is. It's so pretty down here. It's so pretty down here. Yeah. (laughs) And I just think, I mean, how often I, I'm speaking personally, I hate on the valleys. I'm like, let's get me to the mountaintop. I'm ready to go there. Like, where's the elevator? But often I forget that there is so much beauty in the meadow and the meadows really can only be found and thrive in valleys. And that's okay. Well, I did, I have not like at all thought of that. And I, and I didn't know that part about low ground that's amazing that is making me so happy yeah I'm like well I just thought about it too so it's a God thing he gets credit it was a Holy Spirit thing I don't know I just as we were thinking as we were talking I I could not not imagine the meadows that I saw there but you'd only see the greenery at the bottom at the base you know yeah yeah don't hate on your valley Mm mm-hmm Yes. It's a good place. <laughs> it's a good place. It's hard, but it's beautiful. Set up a picnic. Enjoy the view. I yes. I also want to know, do you have a favorite song? You always have to ask an artist that because I'm like, surely there was one that you at least personally felt like you connected to the message more. It doesn't have to be the actual like musicality of it. Totally. But what track is like your fave? Yeah, well, I feel like anytime that question is asked to any songwriter, the answer is the same that you can't pick a favorite. <laughs> they're like your kids. Like they're all different and you and you love them all, but I can answer there is one that I um I feel most at home in. Like I feel mm. like 17-year-old Jillian and 70-year-old Jillian 
and 31-year-old Jillian can all sing this song the same. I feel most at home in. That is such a beautiful way to put that. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's Meadow is the title track and it's, and that's the song that, that I'm referring to. It just like musically, I can, I can play it easily. Like it feels like it's kind of like my home chords and my home, like picking style of guitar. And it, um, and lyrically, melodically, it all just feels, um, like home. And I, and I co-wrote that song with David Leonard. And so I'm so grateful to him for for that. Um, and it's, yeah, I just feel, um, I feel like myself the most in, in that song probably. Oh, that's awesome. So that's, that'll be my answer for, for the favorite. <laughs> You're like, uh, duh, Meadow on the Meadow album. It would only make sense. <laughs> I find myself listening to Heaven's Eyes super often. And that's actually the Aww. one specific song that my friend Mary Scott sent me. And I think it's perfect mm-hmm. for me and my little Enneagram three heart. Oh yeah, girl. I <laughs> search for affirmation and applause. And a lot of times it's just, I guess I forget to first go to the father and be like, okay, what do you have to say about me? And so it's just easier for me to pick up the phone and call Thomas be like, I'm just insecure. Like, tell me I'm beautiful. (laughs) Then it being a, okay, Lord, like you are the one that created me. So what the heck were you doing? And why is it good to you? You know, like, why am I? Yes. Very good. Please remind me. Oh, I relate. I relate so deeply to that. I'm so very deeply to that. What are you on the Enneagram? Do you know? Are you into that? Yes. Yes, I am. Um, I am a two. um, So I think I have some some three wingage. Wingage. Um, (laughs) Wing. (laughs) I think I have some three and some one. but, uh, But two is like consistently the one that I relate most to and it does um highlight that need for approval and you know as humans we all are hungry for approval for love affection like whatever you want to call it but I do I do resonate with approval like that the hunger for approval specifically and I'm just like you're saying it's it's like it's not the problem is not that I have that like intense hunger for approval. The problem is where do I go to get it filled? You know? Mm, And yes. So good. And it's just, I can so easily just like wake up and have a whole day and just be coasting and not like, I have to take an active step like over and over again, like to actively put my trust and put my hope in God and you know, the life words that he speaks over me or else I'm just like subconsciously clamoring for affection and approval in everything. Yeah. And that's where I get clingy. Yes. Yeah. That's when I know I'm unhealthy is when I just start to like get get clingy. Yes. It's like my friends or my husband, they're like, okay, (laughs) time to back off. No. Yeah. It's the dependency. Like, I think therapists would call it codependency. Skirt, my bad. <laughs> but one of my favorite lyrics of the song is the very first and then the actual chorus. The first says, I'm standing under the waterfall of your approval and I find that I don't need anything else or anyone else but you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Under the waterfall of your approval. And then 
speak over me. Tell me again that I'm someone you love. Let it sink in. Tell me a million times who I am in heaven's eyes. And heaven's eyes to me are the, I mean, like we say it in Bible study and you say it growing up if you grew up okay. in like a VeggieTales family, but like you have an audience yes. of one. And then in so many times yes. I'm like, uh, are you sure? I really feel like yeah. I need more people to like me than just the Lord. And that's not what it's yes. about. <laughs> it causes me to do some cray things. I'm like, do you see me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I totally get it. I think that, you know, it's so easy for me, like that clinginess that you're talking about. And, you know, I relate to clinginess because I relate to being needy for attention and like even subconsciously like setting like my husband up for failure yeah. because I'm like giving him the the box of like you're supposed to fill this or it, or I set myself up for failure as far as like looking to achievements or someone else's perception of me um because like they're just like that neediness is just like it's easy for me to put like, oh, it's shameful to have that neediness. But it's like God loves that neediness when we take it to him. Like uh, clinginess, yeah. neediness, like to him, like it's – I think it's his favorite thing to give – like to meet us in that mm-hmm. like neediness um, because he just – like once I, once I get filled – by him and it's not a one-time thing by the way this is like moment by moment over and over and over surrender and receiving of that um but once I'm like I take that neediness and that insecurity to him and that hunger to him it's like then I'm free like instead of clamoring for approval elsewhere like then I'm free to actually serve other people and love other people and like love my husband in a way that's not like expecting, you know, like so much pressure or love anyone in my life or, or put my career or other people's perception of me, like in a rightful place, like, and like, I don't know, just live in a more attitude of service rather than like, what can I gain Yes, from these things, you know? Yeah. You're totally um, speaking it to so. me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I should feel like I should say yes, ma'am. Cause I'm like, oh, these words are for me. Okay. okay. Oh, they're for me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. It's not, I mean, yeah. How, I mean, I'm thinking back to how amazing like my dad was when I was growing up and mm-hmm. so many times he'd be like, Hey, I'm going to run an errand or I'm going to the driving range or whatever. And I'd say like, can I go? And he'd be like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like I would love your company. And I feel like that is totally Heavenly Father's stance of being like, yes, I would love for you to join me. You know, like, I, yes. please be clingy. Please be needy. And like how often, I mean, you yes. probably see it in Will as a dad, not a Will or a Faye. Mm-hmm. You are think like in your mind when you see those moments, it's so beautiful because let's say she grows up. She's like, dad, can I come with you? You, I mean, I'm assuming Will would be like, absolutely. Yes, for sure. Please. And that yes. is, I, I feel like that. the picture of what our Heavenly Father is just like desiring our company and like wanting us yes. to want him in return. And I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. As a musician, I want to know what kind of music do you listen to? Do you listen to your own? Well, first, do you listen to your own music? Is it weird if you hear it? 
Um, it's weird if I hear it and I'm with other people. Aha, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. then I am like sweating and like not really <laughs> turn able it off, to turn it off. Yeah. But um but I do I do listen to it by myself, like just like I don't know if that's weird, no, but I do and sense. even for like even before releasing this record, there's like oh like a good portion of writing music in the last you know, five years is, is very like work related Mm -hmm. and it's like co-writing with other people. And we're, you know, like I was saying, writing for like specific prompts for TV shows or commercials. And so it's like, you know, in that sense, like I'm, I'm listening to it all the time because I'm, you know, giving notes and edits and, you know, what needs to change and, you know, what's strong about this, what's weak about this. And just kind of like, you know, you, I can't, I can't expect to try and grow in this craft if I'm not listening to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Oh. What kind of music though is on your phone? Like if you were to open up Spotify oh. or whatever you listen to right now, what's something you're like, yes. oh, I love listening to fill in the blank. Ooh, that's a great question. Hmm. I, oh, my latest favorite song is, um, John Guerra. Oh, I don't know if that's how you say his last name. G U E R R A. John Guerra. Um, Kingdom. I've never uh, heard of him. Oh, man. Oh, this is going to be good. Hold on. Oh, it's so good. I've got to look it up right now. Kingdom. Something. Like when I respect an artist, I want to know what they what they listen to. Like, what's your pump up songs before you go out on stage? Or like, what, you know, what suits you because I'm yes. like they know music yes. I can respect their taste oh yeah this is this is it kingdom of god um it's I wouldn't say it's pump up but it's um it just it's my it is my cup of tea I love it so much I love his voice I love the lyrics um but yeah that, that's probably my most like recent new find for me wow okay um, I love new yeah. music Oh, this is going to be good. I'm queuing it right now, actually. Perfect. Good. Jillian, I am just so grateful for you and sharing this process transparently of what it looked like for you to go from from Jillian to Jillian 2.0 and the process the Lord took you through and for you just to be able to share that so candidly, but so eloquently. I just, I'm so grateful. I'm like, next time you're in Birmingham, let me know. And I'm like, next time I'm in Nashville near near Franklin, I will let you know too. We can grab Caroline and I'll grab coffee. (laughs) Seriously, can we, I would really, I would really, really love that. That would be so fun. Yeah. Okay. So where can people find you online? They wanted to listen to your music or follow you on Instagram. Where can they do that? Yep. Um, thanks for asking. Um, Instagram is Jillian underscore Edwards and, you know, got Facebook and Twitter and all, I mean, Twitter's still, still out there. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's, you happen to be a a Twitter folk, it's there. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Instagram is, is mostly as far as online. That's my, my main, uh, outlet. So Brilliant. That's where I'm at. Brilliant. Yeah. I love it. And we will link all of those in your music and where people can find you all in our show notes as well. So if you are listening and you want a shortcut, that's a great place to do it. Oh, okay. One of my other favorite questions to ask, last one, best one. What are you loving these days? 
Like what's something you have to share with us? It could be a shameless plug, but, or a product or whatever that you're like, oh, you guys have to know about this. Yes. Mm, That's a great question. Um, I um, recently took a deep dive into matcha (laughs) instead of, not, not instead of coffee. I still do coffee, but matcha, um, which I've always like seen it on Instagram, all the pretty like green. (laughs) It's like that bright, bright green latte and it looks kind of weird, but so pretty. And I've always been like, what in the world is this stuff? But I recently have been making, you just buy green matcha powder at the grocery store and I blend it with oat milk and a few drops of vanilla extract and a couple ice cubes and then I pour it over ice and it is a matcha latte from heaven and it is like yeah it's my new uh happy place it's just like and it's it's still like has a lot of caffeine in it but it enters your bloodstream a lot slower than coffee okay so you don't get like the crash you just get like energy boost but not like this the spike and then the crash I did not know that about matcha at all I did not know that's the that's the thing it's super good for you okay well I don't know if I can just I don't know if I can like it I've tried it I know everyone's like oh like if you you know if you get the matcha from here and you don't like it then it's just you don't like matcha because they have the best I'm like okay and I'll try it I'm like (laughs) no I I actually I when I first tried it I was like oh no this is this is (laughs) not for me but then suddenly I don't know I think it's what is that word an acquired acquired taste it's like I just suddenly like started craving it Oh, and now I love it. You want to hear my awful matcha dad joke? <laughs> yes, of course. I'm like, I don't like it very matcha. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You had to. Oh, had man. To. Uh, no. Listen, I would love to love it. I can't like it. Maybe one it's day okay. I'll acquire it. It's okay. I'll think back to this combo and be like, yep, yep. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I, again, you are a wonderful new friend wonderful. and I'm so grateful we got to hang out and talk and chat and share all this wisdom with our friends online that are listening to us today. And I just hope, yeah, you are blessed from it. I'm so grateful for Thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for what you're doing and just your your heart and your tone, even just meeting you for like two minutes before we hit record. Thank you for for doing what you do in the way you do it. I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did. This conversation with Jillian was so much fun. Seriously, a kindred spirit. But I wanted to give you a small gift of being able to listen to one of her songs on her new album, Meadow. And it's one of my favorites. It's called Heaven's Eyes. We mentioned it in today's podcast episode, and I wanted to share a snippet of it with you. To hear the full song, head over to your favorite music platform and listen for yourself. Speak over me. Tell me again that I'm someone you love Let it sink in Tell me a million times Who I am in your eyes I'm letting go of all other names That I gave myself When I heard you say Come and find Self in heaven's eyes. He-
This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.